Dubin Samuels here to pump your app. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Sane. And here you will catch lots of pop culture news, viral news, and a little bit of making funny cliches. So, what the fuck did I just watch? I'm a little late to the party, but Freaks and Geeks. I just watched that and finished that. That's with Seth Rogen, Linda um, Cardinelli, uh, Martin Starr, James Franco, John Francis Daly, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Busy Phillips. So many people that were on this damn show. It's unbelievable. And uh, it only lasted one season, which is really sad, but sometimes like uh, people don't know how to quit. So who knows? Maybe like season three or four would have sucked. But a lot of emerging stars, Judd Apatow was um, director for a lot of the episodes, producer as well. He uh, produced and directed Knocked Up and 40-Year-Old Virgin and did the series Love on Netflix. He's amazing. Paul Fegg, he just did the Ghostbusters movie. He's done so many things. But one of his breakout uh, writing pieces was creating Freaks and Geeks. So I want to we're, we're going to touch real quick. Where are they now? And it's because I want to show you that one of them you didn't expect is fucking kicking ass. Let's start off with James Franco. He was Danielle, Danielle Desario. <clears throat> As you know, he has gone on to star in Spider-Man. He has gone on to be in the latest disaster artist. I really think he got snubbed. Again, I'm always with the accuser, but his performance was top-notch. Um, the movie was okay. Linda Cardinelli, you've seen her in Grandma's Boy. You've seen her in, uh, if you really like TV, you've seen her in Bloodline. She's incredible. Um, she was the protagonist. Her name was Linda in the show. I mean, sorry, Lindsay Weir in the show. Then you have Seth Rogen, and you saw what he did with uh, Knocked Up. You've seen him in Pineapple Express with James Franco. Um, he's amazing. Uh, this is the end. Um, sauce, sauce's party. Um, just, just a legend. Judd Apatow, uh, definitely, and, and Paul Wig did a very good job getting this ensemble together, and uh, they've become super famous. Jason Segel, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, you see him in the Muppets movie. He wrote and directed that uh, the latest one and did the score. He's musically gifted. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. You got Busy Phillips. Um, her latest was on Vice Principals with Danny McBride. And uh, I think his name is Walton Coggins. I love him. He's uh, he's a big guy on FX. He was the tranny on Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Martin Starr. That was Bill Havercheck. It's cool to see the transformation of him being such a dork. And he's still a dork in Silicon Valley. But he's such an obnoxious. And he's hilarious. And as a matter of fact, I just found out recently that T.J. Miller, who plays Bachman... Won't be in on the new season. So they'll have to rely heavily on Martin Starr. And that's perfect because he's hilarious. So I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how that works. Sam Levine. Uh, he hasn't really been in much. I'm sure he produces a little bit. But um, he was in another, not another teen movie. He just pretty much makes fun of his, uh, his character self. John Francis Daly. So we don't really have to. We'll go into a uh, couple more. We don't need to go into all of them. But uh, we'll get back to him actually. So Natasha Melnick, she was Cindy Sanders. Hey, hey, hey. Got to play up for the homies. Uh, my last name is Sanders, by the way. She was cute. Um, that was uh, that was Sam Weir's crush. He was the protagonist's uh, younger brother. 
The mother, uh, Becky Ann Baker, Jean Weir, she ended up on the show Girls with uh, Lena Dunham. Uh, Harold Weir, his name is Joe Flaherty in real life. Um, he played on a lot of sketch comedy, a lot of uh, movies like Back to the Future, um, Police Academy, Pretty Got Fingered. He's so funny. If you haven't seen him, you got to see some of his work. He's fucking hilarious. But uh, back to uh, John Francis Daly. Um, that's the one I really wanted to touch on. Um, he ju- he wrote Spider-Man with his uh, partner, writing partner, Jonathan Goldstein. And they wrote Game Night. That's the new movie with Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman. They wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. And Spider-Man Homecoming, if you didn't know, is the second highest grossing Spider-Man movie to Spider-Man 1. And that's big. That's big, especially with uh, the box office really failing a lot. So as a matter of fact... I'm looking right now. He came out six foot. He was really short on the show, so that's really funny. He played on Bones. Um, he wrote. He co-wrote Horrible Bosses 1 and 2. So this guy's on the rise, and I just wanted to let, let you guys know that. And he's also he's also been pegged with his writing partner again, Jonathan Goldstein. They're going to they're gonna write uh, Flashpoint, and that is in the DC Universe, uh, DC Comics, Flash with Ezra Miller, and that's going to be cool. Um I know DC's been failing a little bit to catch up with Marvel, but Flash should be able to do it. Flash should be able to bridge the gap a little bit better. That's a better story, and they're keeping uh, a little fresh vibe. And they're not basing it totally off the show, which, to be honest, I think is low production. But a lot of people like it, so fuck it. What the fuck did I just hear? Speaking of freaks and geeks, we have one of the best mixtapes ever. That I've ever heard of. I don't know about you, but a lot of critical acclaim. Freaks and Geeks. Childish Gambino is on Spotify now. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my boy, uh, Donald Glover. He's great. He's He has a great come up story. He was on Community um, lately, though. I don't know. I don't know. I hear, I hear the weirdest stories. I'm the man of useless knowledge. But he got into a little tip with Chevy Chase because a lot of uh, rumors were soiling around that he loves to tell racist jokes on the set. And a lot of people said he was jealous of uh, his ascendants. Whatever. That's cool. So there's other things about uh, Charles Gambino, Mr. Donald Glover, that are not as dreary. He uh, is the... He got an Emmy for writing and directing Atlanta. Atlanta just came back. Robbing season. It's fucking hilarious. It involves an alligator and Cat Williams, the first episode of the second season. You definitely got to check him out. Um... He's been on 30 Rock. Donald Glover is the man. So pretty much everything Donald Glover, Charles Gambino, you need to do. And you also need to get on Spotify and listen to a really dope mixtape. Really sensational. And worthy of your time, especially with all this mumble rap going on. Fuck that. What the fuck did I just see? The No Homo Movement was created by, I'm sure, a bunch of homophobic people. I was in the 90s, so I participated with a lot. As a matter of fact, I don't think I ever stopped. I say a lot of the Steve Carell, that's what she says. I'm very immature. I don't know if you noticed that. But um, so we, if you say pause, you say no homo, it's supposed to negate the homoness of whatever you're doing. Uh, no, that doesn't. That, it's like the five-second rule. That's really stupid. So um, let's hear what this uh, politician has to say about a little touchy-touchy. Proceed on this one. I, I hear you. I understand there's some hard feelings with Penn. President Bradford, yes. just look, I'm a heterosexual. I have a wife. I love my wife. I don't like men as you might, but don't stop touching me all the time. 
So I keep your hands to yourself. Like, if you want to touch somebody, you have people on your side of the aisle that might like it. I don't. Okay. Chairman. Chairman. Chair. Okay. We're officially off the rails. My intent was just to, to beg for your permission for about 30 seconds. Then beg. Don't touch. <laughs> oh, my man. Wow. Beg and don't touch. Damn. That guy is off the rail. He's right. Um, usually the most homophobic people I know are usually secretly gay. So, I don't know. Let's We should look up his wife and shit like that. But we're not going to go that hard. But that shit was hilarious. So, all those people who think that you shouldn't say pause or no homo. Imagine if he would have did that. Then that guy would have understood. And then you wouldn't have such an embarrassing moment. Just saying. What the fuck did I just say? What the fuck are we all saying when we say be right back. BRB. Is that really necessary anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so. So I'm a little older than some of my listeners. I'm 31 years old. Um, I was there for AOL. I was there for BBM. Uh, I was there for chat rooms. I was there for dial-up modem. Cool. Um, and I love emerging technologies. I'm all about it. I'm always down to learn. And I, I keep up. Keep up. But... um. I must say, BRB is a little stupid. We're always on our devices. We're always on our tablets. We're always on a laptop. There's always some type of screen. They say that Generation Z is the one that looks at screens more because they were born into it. Um, people like millennials, like myself, some of them weren't. They had, you know, a lot of the dial-up, the phones, the turnstile phones, uh, a lot of uh, things that are antiquated today. Um, it's just a normal occurrence for Generation Z. Uh yeah, man. Why are we saying BRB? Why are people fucking still video chatting? No, I'm joking. I hate, I don't know why. I really don't like video chatting. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about it. And I don't even like talking on the phone that much. When people try to get me on the phone, I'm like, bitch, why can't you text me? And why can't we see each other in person? Especially with these dating apps. On my dating profile, I'm like, yo, squash all the small talk. I, I Let's just meet. And if we don't match up, fuck it. So, don't tell me BRB, because you're not going to BRB. You're just fucking looking at my text, and you just want to go do something else. Ah! Well, anyway, that's the end of episode 12. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram. You can go on SoundCloud and listen to this damn show. You can go to stillvinsane.com and listen to this damn show. Uh, I do lots of things. Right now, I'm working on, um, a like I said, I'm working on a YouTube show that's still in development. Um, I have a shout out to Celeste. She's going to be helping me out with that. Um, also, I'll be going to the Philippines and Arizona, so I'll be documenting that. And, you know, I'll definitely be talking about that in future episodes. Um, hell yeah, man. Yo, thanks for fucking listening. I really, really appreciate it. Um, sometimes your opinion doesn't matter, but mine does. No, I'm joking. Uh, shut the fuck up. Listen up and keep up. But still insane. I'm outie, homies. Mm-hmm.